0: It's time to line them up. Opening lines, line moves, and how money is moving the sports betting market. Line them up with Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. Get ready to place your bets. Yeah, it is that time of day. It's time to line them up here on BetQL Daily on the BetQL Bet Network. A lot to get into baseball-wise. Chris Ranji in today for Joe Oh, We're going to talk some uh, basketball. NBA Finals Game 6, Ryan Horvat. Of Bet MGM tonight will join us in about 20 minutes, an hour from now, a little over an hour from now. We will talk to Ryan McDonough, our Odyssey NBA insider. But right now, Chris, we do it every day. We got to look at baseball here: the games, the matchups, some of the run lines, uh, pitching props, K's, home runs, wherever our, our mind kind of goes. We look through these games, and Chris, I'll start us off here. I just think it's interesting. Tonight, a series starts. Two game series starts up in New York. The Phillies, who have been hot lately. Taking on the Yankees, who, who look dead, uh, obviously have a lot of issues right now with their roster. Um, not not a very good team, but also just have issues because guys are out on the COVID list. Yet they beat the Red Sox two out of three, and I, I just think it's interesting to see the line tonight. The, you know, you look at the, 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 I mean, the Yankees are underdogs at home. You can get Yankees plus one twelve at home against a Phillies team that hasn't been good on the road for years. Aaron Nola back from a stay on the COVID list himself, and he hasn't been very good this year. And yet the Phillies are pretty big road favorites tonight.
1: Yeah, that is really interesting. Um, I mean, the price isn't bad. If you want to go with the favorite on this one at minus 121, I don't think that's all that terrible. I'm still uh, sort of waiting for the first five numbers to come out. I haven't seen those yet. I don't think they've been posted, but I'm a little bit more interested in that uh, in those first five innings, because after that, you're not exactly sure about, um, you know, the Phillies bullpen late. And I think they, we, we talked about this earlier. They could use a little bit of help in the bullpen. And then I think they're in really good shape. Um, but at this point, I kind of want to see that number. I don't know where it is, but you are right. You're getting really good value with the Yankees at home with Domingo German pitching tonight to plus plus one twelve. Um, I would have no problem taking that number. I'm probably going to stay away from this game altogether but I do like the price on that really for either team here. So if you've got to lean one way or the other, it's not that big of a commitment either way. So I'd say go for it. But me personally, I'm staying away.
0: One game. We don't have uh, the numbers on yet, but I have my eye on it as the day goes along to see w- what it pops out to giants at Dodgers. We saw the game, yeah. game of the four game series last night, Chris, and giants won that one seven to two. They're, you know, I mean, their their bullpen really has been over the last month and a half. The Giants, probably the most unheralded good group in baseball. I think it's like a 3.2 ERA. They just get outs. Last night, Gosman wasn't even that good early. Muncie had another home run off him, which was um, part of our home run props yesterday we gave out. And uh, But the Giants win. The Giants continue to hold that division. lead. This is a four-game series. It, it sounds like the Dodgers might go with a bullpen game tonight, which yeah. for a lot of teams, that would mean trouble. But for them, like, they could throw nine innings of two run ball because they're the Dodgers. That series and that and that race fascinates me.
1: Yeah, I'd be really interested to see what the number is, and they have not yet decided who is going to take the ball first. But you're right; it does sound like it's going to be a bullpen game tonight. Alex Wood is having a really nice season for San Francisco. Is uh is pitching for the Giants? I look, I. I, I bigger picture when it comes to San Francisco and I believe I need to take a look at it. Um, I haven't in a couple of days, but I believe the Dodgers are still favored to win the division, despite the fact the giants are actually atop the division. And I think that's still accurate. I think that's still right. Even though San Francisco has been off to this start in the first half of the season, and really we're past the actual halfway point of the season, they're at fifty nine and thirty four, so uh, more than half the games played already for uh, for teams in baseball. Giants are such a surprise. I I just I didn't think they would be where they are. So I'm thinking more big picture here. The Dodgers, I do believe, despite everything they've dealt with, they are ultimately going to win that division. I am curious to see what that number is going to be tonight. Um, I'm I'm really fascinated there to see how they play this out.
0: Yeah, so I'm I'm looking at the um the division uh, winner odds right now. Uh, You can get it at Dodgers. Might they're still minus two seventy five on points bet. Wow. But this is the part that really just I I think this is just off, and it blows me away. And I agree with what your assessment that you know the the Dodgers are still the favorite. And and if you're going to pick one, it's probably still Los Angeles. But they have the Padres and Giants at the same odds, plus three fifty. And like the reality of how these teams have played this year, that doesn't match. I mean, look at San Francisco. They're 59 and 34, plus 123 run differential. The Padres are 55 and 41. There's a five and a half game difference, seven in the lost column, and the and the Padres are a plus 96. Like the Giants have been a better team than San Diego by a pretty good margin the whole year. Yet the betting market says they're even in terms of you know both plus 350 to win the West. I I would rather bet on San Francisco to win the West than than the Padres
1: well there's more value in it i guess and i here's the problem i think if you're a giants better is that everybody's looking at what the padres are the team they had going into the regular season and it just feels obvious that that's a better team that that ultimately uh, they're going to start to play a ton better they're not even playing poorly they're, they're going to you know they're going to go to the playoffs this year and they still have 55 wins but I think that people believe, and they might be right on this, that they're gonna start to play well enough that they can make up that five and a half games and they can they can overtake San Francisco. But if we know anything about the Giants in the last decade, is they have surprising years and you might as well just go with it because they're they're gonna do it whether or not you think they can. So that's why to me they're a very dangerous team. I I don't have a play at all on what happens in the West. I think the Dodgers ultimately win, but I'm not putting any money on on anything that happens in that division.
0: Yeah, it's a it's going to go right down to the end, and you would think all three teams are going to make the playoffs. It's a matter of who can avoid that one-game wild card. Um, Another game I'm looking at tonight, and I'm looking to see how high the number goes in terms of um, an over-under on this one, the Red Sox and the Blue Jays. So we saw last night, Chris, the, the Red Sox hit. They, they put a bunch of runs up uh, last night in, uh, I guess, Buffalo, because they're not yet back in Toronto yet, but in Buffalo last night, they scored a bunch of runs. And tonight, you look at the pitching matchup. I, I haven't even seen the Blue Jays listed starter as we, we discussed this, but it's actually Hatch. Hatch is going to start. Thomas Hatch will be on the mound tonight, 26 years old, righty for the Blue Jays. Garrett Richards on the mound for the Red Sox. He has really struggled since the sticky stuff went out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Those two teams, those two offenses, Guerrero and Springer and Bichette, and obviously the Red Sox guys, uh, tonight feels like another night for runs. I would look runs early in that Red Sox-Blue Jays game.
1: And I did see a number that it was maybe 10.5. I know points bet right now doesn't have uh, Red Sox-Blue Jays on the board yet, so I would assume that's going to happen here within the next hour or two. Um, Yeah, I I would look at the over on this. If it's 10.5, those, I, I really don't like those normally um but but maybe because we're in a different era of baseball and by era i mean the second half with no sticky stuff like you mentioned uh this seems like a different era of baseball probably going to be a lot of offense in that game tonight so i would imagine the line is going to be somewhere around 10 and a half
0: yeah it's interesting you brought that up and we talked earlier in the show about you know just the run scoring environment kind of going up the last month and a half you look at today's uh totals at least the ones that are on the board right now is as, as we discuss all this right now, there's, you know, nine is kind of the baseline, but there's, you know, Brewers, uh, Royals, nine and a half. The um, Mets, Reds, which we can get into here after the wild one last night, that's ten and a half tonight. I'm at nine and a half in the White Sox and the Twins. I mean, there's some re- 11 in the Rockies, Mariners. Obviously, that one is at Coors Field, so it's always going to be a high number, but right. there's some pretty big numbers. It feels like the market's kind of correcting itself that offense is back.
1: Yeah, it is. And I like to see where these are, where these numbers are once it gets to August and it gets really hot in a lot of these ballparks and see how the numbers adjust. And and if and if they go up to, you know, if the baseline becomes more like 10, 10 and a half, and that's the norm. I'd be really interested to see if that does happen.
0: Yeah, one um one particular pitcher I'm looking at tonight, because we're talking about a lot of offense, but one yeah. one you know game and, and one pitcher I have an eye on. Um, school the lefty for the tigers, he's kind of emerged here as, you know, you know, Detroit's in a, in a weird spot, trying to figure out which young players are going to stick and which aren't the next couple of years, but, but school has been pretty good. And his over under for his case tonight, Chris is six and a half going against Texas, not a really good offense. They strike out a bunch, you know, Gallo's really the only guy that, that really scares you, you know, maybe Garcia a little bit, but you, you can get strikeouts against that team. His K prop tonight is six and a half. He's averaged over seven strikeouts per start since the beginning of May, and it's it's been a pretty good run he's on now for you know better part of two and a half months where he's you know he's racking up his seven or so or more strikeouts per start. I like that one tonight. Detroit put a whooping on the uh, Rangers last night. You know maybe tonight's game is a little bit more competitive, but I like Scuba with his strikeouts tonight.
1: I totally agree with you. He struck out nine Astros, and that's a team that doesn't do it very often. So. Um, and that was only a couple of starts ago. So I like it. And the other reason I like it is the Tigers or excuse me, the Texas Rangers have not seen him yet. Nobody on that team has has played against him. And a lot of times that ends up favoring the pitcher and 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 a younger pitcher who um is capable of striking people out that usually is not a good sign for a team that has yet to face him in person. They got all the video they want but they haven't actually seen him. They haven't actually faced him for themselves, so I would not be surprised at all if you get to seven strikeouts tonight.
0: Chris, any other games or or, uh, players jump out to you tonight?
1: I actually did have the over in that game at eight and a half, which might seem a little counterintuitive, but I think you're probably going to see a lot of runs um, uh, in Detroit as they take on the Texas Rangers. I'm interested in the Padres Brewers run line for tonight. Or, I'm, sorry, I'm Sorry, not Brewers, Braves. Uh, the Padres are a plus 100 on the run line tonight. I like them with you, Darvis pitching against Kyle Muller. Uh, that's going to be in Atlanta. I think they win by a couple of runs tonight, so I'm really in on that. And I, I, this number to me is, I, I don't know what to think of it and it's probably because the Baltimore Orioles never help this guy out. But John Means is starting for the Orioles tonight. He's really been so good, and they've lost his last five starts despite the fact he has been really good. They have absolutely wasted him as a pitcher. Tampa Bay is going to win tonight. I think the over of 7.5 is also going to hit. I would expect a good game uh, from Means, but I do think that uh, the game total It's over the seven and a half.
0: Yeah, means off the IL. You know, he was such a great story early in the year, no hitter. Um, You know, he's he's a great development story for them. He's he's legit. I mean, he's. I mean, when you get a pitcher as good as he is at at plus one eighty on the money line, it's always tempting. But you're right. right. The the Orioles seem to to find a way to not win the games, right? Not support him enough, and they're going up against you know a a really good race team. And and uh, and Baltimore did win last night, so it's probably a tall task to ask them to go down there and
1: and (laughs) do it twice.
0: Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, the San Diego Atlanta game is interesting because, you know, the NL East. We talked about a little bit earlier how it's it's so like kind of wide open for anybody. And and I'm I'm among the people. I know Joe O. You know had a lot of futures on the Braves, and he's kind of given up on them. And and I, you know, I said last week, Chris, when when Acuna went down, you know that's it. That's it's over. It's curtains for them. Yet you know they're fighting, and they traded for Jock Peterson. They traded yep. for Stephen Bowe. Like they're trying here. And there is something to a team that just like the Braves are used to this. they in the NLCS last year. They've won the division so many years in a row that it's, it's almost like, I, I think we're all doing this, counting them out, but it's not going to surprise me. Maybe not tonight. Cause you know, Darvish is incredible, but if they just keep fighting here and all of a sudden we look up at September and they're right there with the Phillies and the Mets.
1: Well, I, like I said earlier in the show, I thought the Mets before the season started were the rightful favorites. They had done everything that you would ask a new owner to come in and do within reason. And he tried to make them better. They they signed Francisco Lindor. They had a really good pitching staff, and now they're starting to deal with some injuries again, unfortunately for them. Um, but the Mets, Phillies, and Braves, I'm not going to be surprised. Despite the fact Atlanta's four and a half out right now, I think they can make that up. So um, I don't really like the National League East either. What I do feel really confident is, three teams out of the West are going to go to the playoffs. I, I think that's going to happen. You're going to get one team in the central. You're going to get one team in the East, and that is going to be it. I would not be surprised at all if the Braves do end up playing really good ball here over the last couple of months and put themselves back in position four and a half out in that division with the teams they're going up against really is not insurmountable at all. It just isn't. So I, I, I'm i kind of with you on that. I would not be giving up on them totally.
0: Yeah, no, I can't. And and one quickly that to hit on, them, we'll, we'll probably hit on it later. We we'll go prop shopping is, uh, Twins White Sox. It Feels like they play every game. It feels like every yeah. every every time we're talking about this, the Twins and White Sox playing. They played a ton the last month or so. But man, some of those Twins hitters, their numbers, career numbers off of Dallas Keuchel, are are incredible. Including, I mean, how about this? You are looking for a home run prop, and, and we'll hit it later, and what the numbers are. But Chris Nelson Cruz, in his oh, career, right, he faced Keuchel a lot. He has six yeah. He's got a 673 <laughs> slugging and six home runs. I mean,
1: he he has owned them. Uh, spoiler alert, that's gonna be one of my home run props tonight. Uh so yeah, uh, th- that's just an incredible number. A 1079 OPS Nelson Cruz has against Dallas Keichel. The team as a whole has not been very good against him. Um He's had all of the at bats, though. He's had a lot of ABs. He's had a lot of appearances against him. So, if you're going to go home run shopping tonight, that's a great, great pick. And I love it. We'll bring it up again because I, I really am in on that one. Six home runs yeah. out of 50, 55 at bats. That's like he Mark owns? McGuire territory. It is. He absolutely
0: owns, but hit one yesterday off of Lance Lynn. On the other side, we got to talk some hoops here. Game six tonight, NBA Finals. Ryan Horvat, bet MGM tonight. He will join us next to talk about the Suns and the Bucks right here on BeckQL Daily on the BeckQL Network.